0: Welcome to the Sales Expansion Show, where I show women of color online business owners how to propel their sales to six figures and beyond using the power of automation. I built my first business from zero dollars to six figures by leveraging automation in my sales strategy. So now I teach my clients how to master their sales, sell their offers on autopilot, and generate consistent recurring revenue in their business. On this podcast, my hope is that you walk away with unique strategies and powerful stories to help fuel your sales. So grab your beverage of choice and a pen, and let's get into it. Welcome to another episode of the Sales Expansion Show. We're about to get into some really good, deep conversation today. And I feel like this has definitely been a theme this week because I've had so many great conversations with other women of color entrepreneurs and my best friend, like we went real deep. So if you haven't checked on my Instagram, um, I did two Facebook Lives this week, one on my page and one on my um, colleague's page. So definitely go check those out. But for this episode today, We're gonna get unscripted, unfiltered, and I just literally have a few notes to keep my brain on track, because y'all know that I can go and rant. Um, But for this episode specifically, we're going into sales anxiety and how that shows up in myself, in my business, and just kind of give you guys a little bit of advice if you are experiencing the same thing and how to combat that. So quick disclaimer, I am not a medical professional or licensed to diagnose any anxiety issues. These are just like my own experiences around anxiety and kind of what works for me to cope internally. All right, so let's dive in. So first and foremost, right? Anxiety can be B-I-T-C-H, right? And combines with the pressure of making money in our business and trying to reach our sales goals, it can be in a a two-faced you-know-what, right? So sales anxiety shows up quite a bit in my own business and very recently too, right? So for example, when I had started my business, um, my coaching business, because I've had a full-time business before that and I close it down and coaching right so when I had started my coaching business it was um kind of different coming back from a, a very long break and showing up again and selling so I would say like change or like the newness of pitching and selling my coaching services has definitely brought up you know that sales anxiety and specifically If you're not on my email list, um, I highly suggest you get into that because I will be talking a little bit more about that in the coming weeks, but sending emails again was honestly a really big, um, (laughs) it was hard for me and obviously it's very internal because you know. I'm really good at emails. I was email marketing manager, strategist, you know, in my previous business. So it's not like emails, the, the act of like sending emails is hard. It was selling again in emails. So selling again in emails, going live, pitching my one-on-one coaching program. And I feel like that kind of brought me into kind of a spiral, right? And so when I say a spiral, it's like I get so into my head that I literally will not take any type of action. Like I will sit with myself and these feelings and the the feeling of anxiety, and it'll like literally put me in a chokehold to the point where I cannot do anything. So I won't send emails, I won't create content and so forth and so on because in my head I think like oh I'm selling to them again oh like what if they judge me I haven't emailed my list in almost a year what if they're like oh my god look at the end of the day the only person who was thinking that honestly is yourself and I had to get real with the fact that yes you know these thoughts are real but it's not my actual reality right so anxiety like i feel like the sales anxiety was coming more from change okay and it was coming more from pushing myself to really get comfortable in selling in different ways right because i will literally sit behind an email and a funnel and not like that's not wrong because that's you know what I teach my clients and that's what I coach on. Not that it's wrong, but for me and being so brand new to my coaching business, I wanted to be able to sell very authentically and learn how to sell very authentically with me being a hundred percent present. So present through email, present through IG Lives, present through video, my podcast, right? So I've been literally pushing myself for the past three months or so just to keep a level of consistency because once I show myself that okay yeah I can sell every day I can sell multiple times a day my offer or whoop-dee-doo and people are not out thinking like oh my gosh she's selling to me again no like if somebody's coming into my community I feel like I have the not the will but I feel like I should be selling to you because I know that my coaching and my support is going to impact your life in such a powerful way that it would be a disservice for me to not you know, sell or, or pitch or anything like that, right? So let's move into like kind of what it feels like, right? So I don't know if it's the same thing for you, but when it's, okay, so it's like right before I'm getting ready for an interview, And I start feeling these like tingles in my hands and my tummy starts getting bloated and it feels like you kind of have to go to the bathroom and then your heart starts pounding a little bit more. I think like that's kind of like how it feels when I'm like on the spot. Yes, like pitch your offer. And again, it's okay because I'm working through those feelings and, you know, obviously selling is a trigger, but I'm working through that internally. But that's what it feels like, and I want to know from you guys if that is a similar feeling that you get, or what it what it feels like for you, right? So the reason I want to touch on what it feels like is because obviously it's a body response, and I had a really good conversation um, with a life and business coach yesterday. I actually did a guest podcast interview with her um, for this for this podcast which is gonna be going live in a couple weeks. And we kind of talked about like feelings in the body and how your body reacts during certain things and like gut feelings and all of that. So it was a really good um, conversation. But the reason I bring up of the feelings is because those feelings and that the trigger I feel like also stems from when I'm scared, I'm unclear. Um, I don't know what decisions to make and that's what like really, really stirs up my, my anxiety. Let me, let me take a sip of my matcha really quick cause my mouth is getting dry. So yeah, so uncertainty and just not having the clarity definitely influences my sales anxiety. And again, completely okay. I'm self-aware to know what my triggers are and I'm working through them, right? So let's, let's sit on that really quickly. I feel like when you're new to business or you're experiencing change in your business, that there's going to be a lot of uncertainty. And that's just normal because we make decisions, you know, we stick to a strategy, we see how things work out. And if it doesn't work out, like that is okay. Now we kind of have the idea of what's working, what's not working in our business. And the same thing can be applied to sales. So when my clients are, I'm telling them to, you know, try this new sales strategy, you know, try it this way. Obviously they come back with a lot of uncertainty and like, oh, Melissa, like, I don't know if this is going to work out for me, but I'm just like, you know, be, be open to trying. And that's definitely like a really core value of my coaching. Like I really want my clients to be open to try And if it doesn't work out, it doesn't work out. We'll keep workshopping and figuring out what works for your business. And so when you're uncertain, like obviously you get kind of uncomfortable because you don't really know like what's right and wrong, but reaching your sales goals is not about what's right and what's wrong. It's just being open to trying new things and experiencing new strategies to see what actually sticks for you so i feel like sales and like making your first six figures multiple six figures first million is all about trial and error and once you find that thing that strategy that's like yes this is gets me the results i want every single time then you're good you know you're smooth sailing so obviously we all want to be smooth sailing, you know, when it comes to our sales, but you know, we, we can spiral a bit. And I have definitely experienced the whole self spiral come up in business recently. So this is what this looks like for me. So my spirals literally start with me being uncertain, right? And that uncertainty turns into me scrolling through Instagram and looking at people's stories and just over-consuming content that I have no business consuming. Um, and then it makes me feel like, oh, like maybe what I'm doing is not enough. Or maybe what I'm posting is not resonating because this person said that you have to do it this way and you have to sell that way. And that starts by spiral. So that uncertainty within myself. And I would say kind of like insecurity as well, right? And then, so when I spiral, I will literally, and this is so bad, and I'm, like I said, I'm working on overcoming this, but I will literally sit here with my, my hands crossed. And like I said before, just not do what I'm supposed to be doing to push my business forward because I'm just like, ugh. I'm not doing anything right, why should should I do anything at all? And y'all, that is a a form of self-sabotage, okay? Please do not be like me. And if you are like me, please have a process of working through your spirals. (laughs) So again, a sense of self-sabotage. So when I spiral, I'll, you know, like I said, I'll sit there. I won't do anything because it's just like, if I do anything, like nothing's gonna work, blah, 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 right? And so for me to get out of that, I really have to be real with myself and really look inward. It's like, Melissa, like what you're doing is effing amazing. What you're doing, somebody out there needs. Your clients are out there for you, and you just have to keep doing the work, you know? And it's not about, you know, posting four or five times a week, sending an email once a week. It's actually doing the inner work as well, okay? And once I find that confidence in myself and once I kind of get that enlightening feeling like there's that light at the end of the tunnel, I'm just like, okay, let, let me let me get back to doing what I know works best in my business and I will eventually get the spiral. So this happened, what, a couple weeks ago um, and it was actually when I had just came back off of vacation and I had no content planned, And because I didn't have any content plans, I'm just like, um, yeah, I'm just not going to post anything because I don't, I don't know what to do. Girl, what? No, stop. <laughs> don't do that. So that brings me into some like practices um, that I use. So I'm a big and heavy on journaling. Rather, it's my electric journal Um, that I do like either through Notion or Google Docs or like pen to paper, which I feel is definitely more efficient for me. So pen to paper journaling and just really going deep into how I'm feeling, why I'm feeling this, how it's showing up in my life, my personal life, And then, how it's also showing up in my business, and then a plan to overcome it. Like, what do I need to believe in myself in order to overcome the spiral? And so, again, journaling has definitely helped me. I look for different journal prompts. I'll ask my coach for journal prompts. And that, just honestly, in general, right, that helps me deal with my anxiety issues in my business. Like, honestly, just journaling and Rereading that journal prop and also even revisiting that same journal entry when I kind of get the the spiral feeling again, like I'll I'll just go back and read and be like, okay, you know, I just need to be at peace with myself, right? So that's definitely one thing that's helped me and also just talking about it. So I talked to my partner a lot, (laughs) a lot, a lot about my business and also my best friend, who has also run successful business in the past, I talked to to both of them about you know how I'm feeling and my business and you know, and they'll be the ones to push, be like be like Melissa really. <laughs> they'll be like Melissa really And there's just some things I need to hear like like I said like putting things into reality. There are some things I just need to hear in order to, get get over myself, get out of my own way and start making shit happen again. I think it's so hard for us to sell consistently because of those sleazy feelings. And I'm a sales coach and I sometimes still get those same feelings and that is okay. But as women, especially women of color, I feel like we've been like shamed into like shutting up and putting up and just be okay with, what we have without trying to achieve more and just kind of stuck in that, oh, I should be grateful kind of box. And I feel like those things are translating into our business to a point where all of this makes us feel sleazy for asking for more, for asking people to join our programs, for asking people to book sales calls and ask, just in general, asking people to buy from us. And when that feeling comes up, we really have to be strong in ourselves to say, no, F that. I deserve more. I deserve six figures. I deserve 1 million till 10 million, whatever that goal is for you. Because we do deserve it, right? We are so, we are such powerful women. We have so much to offer. And especially as coaches and consultants and done-free service providers, like we take pride in our work and people deserve to hear what we have to offer. Rather, they say yes or no to working with us, like I feel like people deserve to be in our space because it's so impactful, it's so powerful, it's so positive. And you can literally take what you need. So, I think once we kind of start embodying that powerful feeling, we can show up more confidently and consistently when we're selling. So, I kind of want to start wrapping this up, but two last things I want to cover about one, sales feeling easy, and then also detaching yourself from sales. I always get the question, you know, Melissa when did sales start to become easier for you? And honestly, I don't, I wouldn't say that sales is easier for me. Um, sales is always going to be a challenge, you know, no matter what, whatever level you're at. But I do believe that sales becomes more easier to deal with when I believe that I deserve more. And I committed myself to sell without like fear or judgment. I think that's when it starts to become a little bit more bearable and easier. So like I said, you have to believe that you deserve more, that people deserve to hear about your programs and your offers, and then just commit to it. Like If you're trying to challenge yourself and sell more, and I know a lot of sales coaches um, do sales challenges, like definitely participate in those because it's just a form of internal commitment that's going to have exponential results in your business and exponential results for you to reach your sales goals. So during your next sales challenge, rather you do it with me or another coach, I want you just to commit to sell every day. In one way, shape, or form, sell every day. Rather, it's you're selling on Instagram stories in an IG post, selling on your podcast, selling in your email list, doing a masterclass, like doing a coffee chat, like I don't know. Find a way to challenge yourself to sell every day because you need to get over that uncomfortable feeling and Just believe that what you're selling is impactful to anybody that comes into your space. So believing that I deserve more and just committing myself, this gave me the freedom to explore more how I wanted to sell and show up because I'm all about trying new things, being creative, especially when I have the freedom right now in my business to be creative and not have everything figured out. So be creative with your sales. If sales if you're listening to this and sales funnels is not your thing and you know the way I teach things that is completely okay. I'm sure you can take another sales strategy from everything that I talk about. But the goal is to just try something different. If you haven't played with sales funnels or email funnels and email sequences, definitely like hit me up and we can talk about it because I feel like each sales strategy has its really good pros, and sometimes it can have its cons. Um, And that also just comes down to your business model as well. So last thing, um, one of the most important things, and my coach has told me this a lot, is kind of like detaching from the outcome, whether it's like good or bad, right? So I feel like when we are, say for instance, you're on a sales call, and you're like, oh, and like I need to close the sale. Like I really need this client. Oh, or I'm launching a course. I really need fifteen to twenty people to buy this course. You don't need it, okay? Yes, you want it, and yes, we want more money. And wanting one more money and more clients to impact is not a bad thing at all. But it's not. You don't necessarily. Need it right? Okay. So here's what I want you to do. And this is what I do for myself. I work really hard to detach myself from outcomes only because is that I put an emotional attachment to it. And when I put an emotional attachment to something that does not go as planned and it comes out bad, or I didn't sign that client or I didn't reach my sales goals, I will literally shut down. And if you're anything like me, it's better to kind of nip it in the butt at the attachment stage, like find other reasons to want or need this client without attaching it to a number or your sales or anything. Because I do feel like when you are showing up, when you're doing the work and you have a really good, found, solid, solid strategy that the clients will come, right? Eventually the clients will come, but you do not have to attach yourself to that number, to that outcome, good or bad. Okay. Yes, you want it, but you do not actually need it. And I feel like, um, detachment and attachment will have to be like another episode because there are so many things I can go through, um, with that topic, but, at the end of the day, try and detach yourself from your outcomes because that's going to give you more freedom. Um, You'll be more positive. You'll be more at ease and at peace in your business. So this felt so amazing to record and honestly, such a release just to be very unfiltered, unscripted. Like I really love sharing my experience with you guys, both good and bad. And I really do hope that all of this, any of this resonates with you. So if it does resonate with you, I would love for you to take a screenshot of this episode and just tag me on Instagram at the Isa Joan. If you're looking for sales support, strategy, and coaching for reaching your sales goals, I am currently enrolling clients into sales expansion. So sales expansion is my one-on-one private coaching container for Women of color business owners that want to take their sales to six figures beyond using the power power of automation and so my clients come to me to help them master their sales generate more money from a place of peace and then also break through limiting beliefs and mindset barriers that's holding them back from reaching their sales goals so i'm big 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 on solid sand sales strategies and sales funnels. So in my program, like my clients have definitely created scalable systems in their business so they can sell 24 seven and generate consistent recurring revenue while experiencing more freedom and peace in their business. They have dug into their internal beliefs and created new belief systems that help them take action reach their sales goals, have successful launches, and just, again, sell with peace. And then to top it off, they have overcome their sleazy sales syndrome to sell confidently and just get creative with their sales strategy and how they sell to their audience. So my goal as your coach is to guide you to reach your sales goals, rather your three months in or three years into business. And if you're interested in enrolling, please book a sales call with me via the link in the show notes. I would love to kind of see like what's going on, how I can help you and just identify three things that we can work on together inside Sales Expansion. Alrighty, that is it for this episode. Thank you so much for tuning in to my rants and banter. And again, if you enjoyed this episode, definitely leave a review or screenshot it and tag me on Instagram. I'll see y'all in the next one. Bye.